Welcome to Bourbon and Bud MMA, everybody. We appreciate everybody hopping in. As always, we are uh, on our usual platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. We have a special guest tonight. His name is Bailey King. Uh, he is a 2-0 MMA professional. He also had some damn good uh, amateur fights. Uh, he's hopping on the podcast tonight for an interview he just had a recent flying knee KO go viral. The man is a menace. He is from the state of Texas. He's got the white boy dreads hanging down from his head. We love him. Uh, we're ready to interview him. Uh, he'll be here any second, and uh, we cannot wait to see what this guy has to say. Uh, Knuckles, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, it's Knuckles, <laughs> as always. Uh, excited for this interview coming off of the 298 weekend. Um, just excited overall. Been a while since we've had an interview, obviously, and I fucking love talking to fighters, dude. Doesn't matter if they're big, small. Doesn't matter wherever they're coming from. They love the fight game. They're in the fight game. And Bailey King's about violence, and that's what I love. So ready for it. What's up, Squared? Introduce yourself, brother. I'm Squared. Um not a whole lot about me. Uh, still devastated from the weekend. Uh, we'll get into that later. But, uh, yeah, that, that's where I'm at right now. Man. <laughs> that's fair. Think about Boys, that. I'll be right no. back. I'm going to grab a koozie real quick. I forgot to grab my koozie. I'm going to grab a koozie, buddy. I'm going to go grab my koozie. Hello? Here. Can you hear me? What's going on, man? Appreciate you hopping in. Oh, I think my audio is a little funky right now. One second. No, you're good. Here we are. Now I can hear you. Oh, yeah. Oh, there oh, we yeah. go. Yeah, appreciate you uh, hopping in, man. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. Oh. Yeah, we got Bailey King in here. The man is 2-0 and as a pro. Uh, what's your amateur record again? It's 4-0, uh, right? 4-0. Yeah, yes, right. Sir. All finishes, of course. Six um, straight. The most recent being a very – or no, I guess not the most recent being that, that knee KO, but you still got a TKO over the dude that you beat most most recently, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Russian guy. Oh, he, that guy scared me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I saw the face off, and it looked pretty intense, but fuck. Yeah, they've got that, like, stoic – like, that stoicism to them that, like, it's hard to, like, like see in their soul. Like, right guys like stone <laughs> that's like dude it's like back in the day like mirko and fedor they always said mirko and fedor had the the craziest like the most intense stare downs because it's just like it's almost like you see nothing in there yeah yeah, yeah. right so, yeah that was spooky <laughs> <laughs> well we appreciate having you on man so uh i was gonna i guess you guys want to start off or I'll, start, I'll ask the first question doesn't matter to me Okay, all right, man. So, uh, do you have any uh, fights booked currently? Are you are you got anything cooking coming up right now? So, um, I have some coming up April twentieth. It'll be in Beaumont, Texas. Okay. Mm -hmm. And is that going to be for peak fighting again? Yeah. So I have okay. three more fights on my contract with them. Okay. So my next, so after this fight, so I'll fight April twentieth, and then uh, I'll have two more fights with them. Right on. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yeah, we appreciate you hopping on, man. We got uh, Squared here. He's the one that uh, originally hit you up, Matt, our boy. Um, 
We appreciate him doing that. We always love having these uh, up-and-coming fighters that have those fucking nasty highlight reels. We love it. I mean, we love it. We're here for it. I mean, we've had uh, you know, we've had UFC fighters on the podcast, but God damn it, we, uh, we, we, we can't get past those, those type of KOs. I watched that shit like 15 times today at work. I was on lunch, and I was like, God damn, like what the fuck? That was so nasty. That was one of the nastiest flying knees I've ever seen in my entire life. He was like asleep for like four minutes, and he like started seizing like twice. I bet yeah. that was, I mean, <laughs> the dude just—he begged for it. like. I mean, I, I was—I watched the entire fight today on my lunch break, um, and I mean, the dude just was like—he didn't. I, did he throw a single strike? I mean, he just fucking shot like from the rip. He, he would what he was doing, and what I quickly caught on to is that like he would throw his strikes. And then shoot. And then right. he kind of like did it three times. And then once he had, like, once I picked up on his timing after his third instance of throwing strikes and then shooting, or just kind of like there would be a sense of anticipation in the, like, in how we were engaging each other, then he would shoot. Once I had picked up on that, yeah, like it just, I didn't even have to think about it. My body just told me throw the knee. My coach yeah. in the, in the locker room actually told me, don't, throw any flying knees because your flying knees suck and uh um, like, oh, whatever watch this and then i don't have it on paper no but like i don't have any receipts but i did tell my parents the day before that i was going to try and flying knee the guy in the first round hell yeah dude. whatever I whatever mean, that counts for. he i mean <laughs> like i said the dude was i mean he he shot over and over and over and then it seemed like you were defending for the the first few times he shot, but then that last time when you turned him around on the cage, you pulled off and you started throwing some strikes. And those strikes were nasty too. That did the punches, you know, you threw a, a few counters and hit him. And then that last one, I mean, that was just obviously just the 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 end all. That was that was one of the nastiest flying knee finishes I've ever seen. I mean, squared. You brought him on the podcast, man. You got to ask some questions, buddy. What's up? All right, so let me preface by saying that I didn't think I was going to be on the pod today. Um, <laughs> so I'm not super prepared myself. That's uh, all good. Me, me I, came a, <laughs> I came across you uh, probably like most people did on Instagram, seeing that video with the acid bath song. Yeah. By the way, that yes. was fucking awesome. Thank um, you. Yeah, so that got me hyped up. Uh, that was – remind me of that guy's name. So that guy was uh, Tyler Stewart. Okay. He was, yeah. He was eight and four at the time. I was uh, three and oh. Okay. All right. So I saw y'all. Y'all were giving each other a little lip, right? Right before that happened. What did? Was yeah. there a little beef there? Not so much beef, but um, I keep it respectful beforehand. But there's always. It, it's not like respectful where I'm kind of like cowering away from that that social kind of like standoff um we're just kind of like two quiet guys but then when it came time to fight like he would like throw something at me and then i would like laugh at him while we were fighting or like give him a real big smile and it started to piss him off and so like he would throw something at me and i would smile and he would like flip me off and we would just kind of like i wasn't talking shit in the fight but I, he was he was talking and um, I don't I mean, even remember what he was saying, though. And then he got pissed at me because I head kicked him, laughed at him, 
and then he like threw his hands up like what bitch and then um yeah one two he was dead so would you say that when you go into a fight are you kind of a different person than you typically are because i saw you're a big tool fan fucking respect the hell out of that i know when i think of tool fans i I myself am an enjoyer of tool but when i think of tool fans i think of very like i don't even know what the word is just very mindful people you know they extremely extremely i'm actually actually very um almost i appreciate that you were able to kind of connect that yes uh when i do enter the cage i've thought about it a lot it's not so much that like i'm a different person it's just i'm like i'm i'm a person without restraint you know so like when I'm living my everyday life and interacting with people, I can't just like smile at them and punch them in the face and laugh at them. And right, yeah. them. But like in the fight and which is why I love it so much is because like in those moments, there's no need for restraint or anything like that. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if you, if I, if I deem you as deserving, you know what I mean? I can put you through a lot of hell, you know, or I can just kind of do things that, I can express parts of my personality that exist, but in a way where I'm almost like rewarded for it. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I like that. I like that. It's like a warrior mentality, like deem you worthy. I like when you said that, that really, I don't know. I fuck with that. I fuck with that a lot. I feel that. So like, it's because it's, it's very, it's very spiritual. It's like a warrior code, right? Like it's a warrior spirit thing. Like, because you mentioned it too whenever uh you said you're talking looking in that russian dude's eyes the soul thing like i can see i can tell that you're very like i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like you're a very spiritual person you know especially listening to tool you're like i just you have a yeah a vibe yeah. to you know what i mean so yeah i know yeah i understand what you're trying to say and i would have to agree yeah um oh, yeah. i do consciously practice like a lot of, in, in my free time a lot of stuff that i try and like take in is like um christian philosophy and like mm. union psychology and stuff like that and so yeah i guess you could say i'm very spiritual i don't really like do you think go ahead do you think do you think that feeds into like you're fighting like just just i mean that that so like you said you said well i guess you did you said that it feeds into it because in the cage you can be more free i i, I understand that mm. i guess sorry i was just trying to like no, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hell yeah. I would say it doesn't help me while I'm fighting. Fighting, like, helps me be that way. Like, fighting helps me be spiritual versus I'm more spiritual because it helps me fight, if that makes I like sense. That. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Hell yeah. Um, one thing I had, I know you said you have a, uh, you know, a couple fights left with uh, peak fighting or whatever on your contract. Um, any, any like specific goals after that's up? I mean, obviously you're tearing through the competition as of now. Um, there's no reason to, uh, to uh, expect you'll do any different in the, in the next, you know, whatever, how many fights you said, I, I can't remember how, how many you said you had left, but after that, what do you, what do you three? Yeah. Three. So what do you, what do you, uh, you know, looking towards after that, I mean, are we looking towards like LFA, CFFC, UFC already? I mean, what, what are we looking at? I think at the rate at which I'm finishing people now, by the time I'm 5-0, and I would like to at least become a champion in peak because I started in peak. I'm very close to peak. And um, 
I would say that I'm probably one of, if not the most entertaining fighter inside Peak, just because, you know, I bring a lot of personality whenever I fight. People really like to see that. And it's not really forced either. Like, it's always very, there's always a good flow to it. And so I think I could renegotiate with Peak and, you know, start getting paid some handsome cash. Or I could look at other promotions and stuff like that. Honestly, all it really depends on is what my coach thinks is best. Um, so once we hit that 5-0 and mark and my contract is through with Pete, I'd really be interested in what my coach thinks about a decision like that, honestly. I trust decisions like that. Like when it comes to like my martial arts career, like whatever my coach thinks is best for me, that's just the direction I move Hell yeah, I love that. What do you what do you also coming coming off of that? I mean, um, you know, uh, I guess as a gym that you're out of that I, I probably not many people know of. Uh, it's a little bit of a more low key gym, I would imagine. I looked into it a little bit, didn't see much um, recent competition other than you, like professional wise. At least on Tapology, I could be wrong. You know, um, um, what do you think that uh, you know? What's the vibe of the gym, and I mean, what are you gaining from that gym, and and how do you feel like it's it it's feeling you for it? I know you just talked about your coach, so I mean, it's obviously probably, you know. So the gym that you're referring to, Tapology, hasn't updated the gym that I'm currently training okay. at. The gym that you're referring to, I spent a long time at that gym, but uh, it was actually just the end of last year that I moved away mm. from it. That gym was kind of like my, my martial arts university. So, okay. like, the head coach there was sitting in bit coach and teach, like, understand MMA and game plan and stuff like that. So, I absorbed a lot of knowledge through him. But then, you know, like, you were going through the, comp the other competition, that's non existent, really. Right. Not to say anything about the guys there. The guys there are great. But now uh, I'm currently training at a gym called Daily. Guys there are phenomenal. We have a couple guys that have made it to the Contender Series. What was the um, – I'm sorry, one more time. What was the gym you cut out just a little bit for a second? So, so the gym is De La Rosa MMA. Mm, okay. De La Rosa like Monta MMA. like yeah. Montana De La Rosa? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. And so it's her husband that actually runs the MMA program. And we have a bunch of really good guys there. Awesome. Especially guys my size. That was that was really hard to find when training before because I'm like in the 6'5". The guys there are great bodies for me to train with. Speaking of, uh, you said 6'5". Uh, Is it hard to make 170 at 6'5"? I'm 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 cutting it, man. I'm there's not much if I grow anymore, honestly, if I grow a couple right. more pounds, like let's say I grow three more pounds, I think we'd have to think about a move up to one eighty five. <laughs> but um just because like I'm an Alex Pereira but of one Yeah. That's you know. so like you've heard of Trey Waters, right? You the fight of the fight in the UFC recently. Have you heard of him? I think he's out of St. Louis. Uh he's six foot five and I don't know how he makes 170 so it's crazy it's like i don't understand i'm 6'3 and if i was yep. fit which i'm not like i'm not super fit i mean you can tell i'm not super fit but if i got fit 
I would probably be at 200 pounds and I don't think I could cut much more. I could probably cut the 185. That would be about it. Like I'm, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's cool. It's, I guess it's body type, right? It is. It is extremely meticulous. And um, I'll go like two days of no eating or drinking anything and still end mm. up needing to sweat like 16 pounds off. Oh, good God. Uh, and a lot of it's water weight, right? They say, they say a lot of it is water weight when you're, when you're cutting, right? So right now, like my diet plan is like pretty simple, like a week out from, I imagine if I had a dietitian that was like world-class, mm. it wouldn't be as miserable and it would be a lot less weight. I have to sweat. I'm not sure what that process would be like, but right now, like I'll go into like a keto diet where I'm still at a calorie deficit. So I'm still burning fat every day. And that'll pretty much cut me down to like two or 3% body fat. And mm. from there, you don't have much else to lose. So then if I weigh in Friday, then Wednesday, I won't eat or drink anything. Thursday, I'll sweat like 10 pounds. And Friday morning, I'll sweat like six. Well, I will say yeah. it's cra it's crazy how much how much weight you, you people can cut within in uh, within time. And like, again, like we watched Max watch some of your fights uh, today. I watched some of your fights today. And you don't look like when you're in the cage, like I've got it up right now, you don't look, you know what I'm saying, like like you're hurting. Like like it looks you look good. Like you look like you gained the weight back fine. You don't look too skinny, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's incredible how you're able to do that. So it is Yeah, it's slow. I have to be very conscious of what I put in my body, like as my body slowly recovers. Like I can't just like weigh in and then hit the buffet. Like that would probably put me in the hospital but um it's just a gradual process of gaining weight throughout the day and uh, for my last fight actually I weighed in at like 11 a.m at, at 170 pounds and uh, when I went to bed I was 197 yeah. <laughs> yeah that wasn't even the day of the fight yet I didn't put on much more weight than that but in right. that same day I put on 27 pounds that's heard that Cool. Oh, Coop, dude. uh yeah, one of our uh another one of our uh podcast members just joined Coop. Um Coop, did you have a question? Sorry. I just um I just kind of had a quick one. You mentioned that you do have like a decent amount of trouble making 170. So do you see a move up to 185 in the future? And if so, how close in the future do you see it? Probably maybe if I had to guess because I'm still young and anybody I've ever met that's a little bit deeper into their fight career will tell me like, bro, like you will get denser. You will get like, you're just going to grow more. And so I can't tell when I'm, when something like that might happen, but I'm, you know, probably I might have, I might have 170 in me for like another year, year and a half. I'm not sure. Um, but if I can continue to make 170, I mean, it's not really a problem. Like, I have trouble. Like, I have trouble. It just sucks. You know what I mean? Everybody's cutting a lot of weight. But um, it's not like I've had any kind of scares when cutting weight. Like, it's always been. As long as I just endure, it's, I guess you could easy. Maybe, to answer your question, maybe, like, two two more years just to kind of guess guesstimate sweet thanks man mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um 
<clears throat> I mean, what's the the I guess um, Bailey King five years from now? Where do you where do you see Bailey King five years from now? I, I want to know that because I mean, you're oh you're that guy fucking... that guy's in that guy's in the top ten already easily five oh, years yeah? easily of the yeah yeah easily easily Hell, love, yeah, love it. it. I love it, man. I mean, I, you're fucking tearing them up. I see guys. I'm super. I'm I'm extremely detail orientated, and so I see guys that compete in the top fifteen. And I think as spectate as spectators, you would honestly be so surprised. Your mind would be blown when you see how much you can actually get away with and still make it in the top fifteen, top ten. Once, uh, once you hit like top tens, that's when guys are yeah. extremely technical and they're super serious and they're very fine tuned about everything that they do. But uh, for for a vast majority of people, that's a that's something that they discover along their fight journey. Whereas I feel like where I stand out is I'm all like, I'm extremely detail orientated now. I pay very close attention to kind of what the pe- like the best people in the world are doing, and I try and apply that to my game right now. You know what I mean? I try and essentially what I just said. I see what they're doing, and I try and apply it, and I try and understand it and incorporate yeah. it now. Okay. You know, that's oh, yeah. yeah. I res- I like that answer, and I, I I guess to to follow off on that, I mean, I, I would just use an example. Like, what do you think of like a guy like? Uh, who is a close to your weight division, uh, Drake Duplessis, who has been, you know, criticized through his entire career of, of you know, being crazy, styled. He's so untechnical. He, he you know, he he gets by by being untechnical, strong. unorthodox, strong. strong. Yeah, yeah, strong. I mean, uh, wh- what do you think of a guy like that, you know, Going off of your philosophy of detail oriented, what do you see in a guy like details wise of a guy like that? The guy's definitely got African genetics for sure. Um, he's like, I imagine his ability to get away with a lot of what he does comes from him just being like insanely strong. So, I mean, and you see it too, like the guy will go for like almost like sloppy takedowns, but just m- manage to muscle yeah, world class athletes to the floor. So I think you would be correct, and, and, and it's because everybody say, says this, you know, he's not exactly a technical guy. I think we saw a lot more technique from him when he fought Sean Strickland. But even in the way a guy like him, for example, blocks punches, the guy has one way to block punches, and he goes both hands like this. You know what I mean? Where like a, a dynamic striker is able to kind of like use frames, and you don't see a guy like Drickus able to really predict and slip punches and stuff like that. I'm not gonna sit here and be some two and zero Texas ranked Texas fighter and criticize or critique a world champion, but I think you know. I, I think it's, I think it's the styles. Doing something right, you know. Well, I, I was gonna say, I think it's the him, if we sparred, I think that would be a very interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing is that your styles like it's not just because you're not. I think you're justified and you, and you're right by judging them because your styles are so different. You know what I'm saying? Like you're more technical, you're more very like you said framing and stuff like that. Whereas he is more unorthodox. So yeah, like I, I feel like you're yeah that that literally that you're, you are so and it's worked for him. It somehow it's worked for him. Yeah, 
It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, it kind of makes you, me feel a little bit better, though. You know, it makes me. Did you see the Strickland and DDP fight? Yeah, I watched that. Who did yeah. you think won it? So, I think Drickus just mixed it up more. You know, like Sean was really just keeping him and throwing straight punches down the middle, whereas Drickus was like taking him down, getting control time. Rocking him. Um, I think that case, the fight was more quality versus quantity. And surprisingly, the quantity came from Drickus, uh, or, or the quality came from Drickus, whereas the the quantity mm-hmm. was on Sean Strickland's side. So, like, once once it went to split decision, I kind of, like, knew Drickus won the fight. But um, I understand why a lot of people were kind of, like, upset by that decision. Because at the same time, Drickus didn't, like, knock the champion over. You know what I mean? He didn't dominate the champion and right. take it from him. So I understand both both sides. But personally, I feel like Drickus won that fight. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, I mm-hmm. think it was close. I don't think anybody really can be too upset either way. I mean, it was it was such a close fight. That was a damn, yeah. damn good fight. It was fight, a good fight, so. too. Yeah, that was a great. That was yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't care for that card, but I will say that that main event was pretty great. Uh, mm. a, a question uh, before I forget that I don't want to ask you to. Uh, I ask this. I'm <clears throat> I'm an old head. I've been watching for a long time, so I always ask people who their uh, idol was. Like in going into MMA, do you have an idol? Do you have somebody that you looked up to um, starting your journey? It was actually um, I would give a hundred percent credit to Israel Adesanya. Um, just because I, I, felt, I felt like it. we were in I felt similar it. positions um, starting our career. Like, I was 17 when I started. He was – he claims to be he was 17 when he started. He's long and lanky. I'm long and lanky. And just kind of like seeing a guy like him. I even have like an old Instagram account where I was a little bit uh, kind of sillier with what I posted uh, just because I was in high school and I even like once I started training MMA, like I made a whole post just kind of like giving him credit to getting me into MMA and kind of like in- inspiring me to start my journey. And it's and I already knew I wanted to do it, but seeing him and what he was doing and the personality that he had while he was fighting really just kind of like put that fire under me to get going. I like that, man. I mean, I, it's really cool. Again, um, seeing younger generations again like I'm, I'm i make myself seem old i'm not old max makes fun of me all the time because he's like you're not that old or like he'll call me old one of the two but what i want to say is that it's really cool to see people's inspiration so like for me my guy the guy that i watched growing up the very first fighter that i fell in love with was mirko krokop so mm-hmm. like that's it's it's cool seeing stuff like that so going off of you saying that israel is your favorite uh was your idol uh, coming up uh what's your favorite practice what's your favorite martial arts practitioner uh to to practice sorry to practice what is your so like i've always when i first started like it's always just been mma it's always been striking with the idea of like it's been everything you know what i mean i've yeah. always practiced wrestling i've always practiced jujitsu i've always practiced not even like muay thai or like kickboxing but like MMA striking, which is okay. it's different than Muay Thai and kickboxing. I think if you can incorporate kickboxing and Muay Thai into your MMA, then it's it's very effective. But I think the the even the fundamentals are a little bit different because when you strike, you have to consider like 
how's my balance if I were to, to need to defend a takedown right now? You know what I mean? Or like just stuff like that. If I throw a strike, how efficiently can I change this strike into a takedown? You know? Right. So right. It's, it's fundamentally a little bit different. And I've always, and I've always started from that MMA fundamental, but in my free time, I would have to say my, in my free time, my favorite thing to do, my favorite way to train is uh jujitsu because you can like go super hard in jujitsu and like not give people yeah. concussions. I love it. I love jujitsu too. Yeah. And I like to I like to go hard. Like yeah. If 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 I can, even when we're sparring, like it always ends up getting pretty intense. But with jujitsu, like you can be intense mm. and pretty and it's not like yeah. we're knocking each other's teeth out. So yeah. We just had our uh, boy MMA Fu join. He uh, used to compete Muay Thai. Actually, uh, what's mm. going on? You got any questions? Yeah, we got for, we got uh, a lot of we got we got a lot of hosts, brother. Sorry, we got yeah. a lot of hosts, brother. <laughs> was, no, uh, you're good. I was uh, people in LA don't know how to drive in the rain, so I had a fucking my commute took a little extra today. I don't know, man. It sucks, it's crazy. But uh, uh, how do you feel about the neck clinching and uh, like just the clinch overall? Do you do you like uh? Cause I used to hate that shit, bro. Like a uh, neck wrestling and all that, but it's, it's so fundamental. Like, like when you're in the clinch, I mean, obviously you said striking, but, uh, mm. how do you feel about neck wrestling in the clinch? The, cl- the clinch, the clinch is super underutilized in MMA. And I think a lot of there's, there are so many MMA schools that don't actually even know how to teach the clinch. Um, cause again, it's, it's, it's different in MMA. Um, because from the clinch, you can tie into, you know, your wrestlings. I can get an overhook and go for like knee taps and stuff like that. So like, I think a lot of people right now are training. I feel like a lot of fighters nowadays are less dynamic than they were like seven years ago when you had the TJ Dillashaw's and the GSP's and the, and the, and the dominant cruises and, and pretty much all those guys that were striking and engaging in the clinch and then wrestling and defending a takedown, turning it into the clinch, kneeing to the belly, like stuff like that you don't really see as much. But um, I think it's extremely important, and it's and it's looked over a lot in, in the way people train nowadays. I would honestly go out on a limb and make a very bold statement, and I think the the skill level has actually declined over the years. I think a lot of people have figured out ways they could get away with things, and it's honestly declined over the years because n- never in the – I don't know who the last guy we've seen that's been like an Anderson Silva or even like a guy like TJ Dillashaw or, you know – Where you couldn't Conor break McGregor. out the trend. Yeah, it's crazy. We're like they're super yeah. dominant at something and shit. It's crazy, yeah. bro. You're yeah. so fucking tall, dude. That shit was crazy. Like when I, <laughs> hey, dude, is your nickname Chupacabra or was was that just what you posted as a quote? That's that's just what I've I have gone through and ran through so many nicknames that I wish people would call me that I stopped. I and I, and I realized that it's up to everybody else to figure out, and I just have yeah. to like kind of sit and accept it. But um, that was just. I think going into that fight, I was like watching a lot of like uh, stuff and reading a lot of stuff about like Latin American warriors and stuff like that. And so like just that, just that area of the world was on my mind during that fight. So 
once that once I had seen that picture, I was like, oh, that's like the fucking chupacabra right there. That guy's gonna <laughs> fucking right. break your blood. That shit is the blood, bro. The blood on the that shit's crazy, dude. Just the blood. Yeah. You know, that's just dope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fuck. I guess we gotta find your nickname then, huh? Fuck. Thanks, yeah, dude. Uh, I was gonna, well, thanks for that. I was gonna say like, <laughs> if it helps, if it helps anything, like I don't know if it helps anything. The haircut and then the that picture of you smiling with the blood and everything else like that. I don't know if anybody else watches Vikings. But there's a scene, I think I can't remember which uh Viking it was, but he's sitting there and he's got the blood on his face and he's fucking smiling like crazy. I know who you're talking about. Yes. And it's Ragnar because everybody Yeah, Ragnar. I get that. I'd probably get that in my DMs maybe like five times Dude. a week. Bro, you look exactly like Ragnar. I get Ragnar. <laughs> I get I get Jake Soley from Avatar with okay. the blue people. I get yeah, that okay. a lot. In public, I've been mistaken, and this is unrelated to fighting, but with my hair down, I've been mistaken for this guy from the TV show, The Ozarks. I've never watched The Ozarks, but I, I've been asked. Oh, this motherfucker Nokus doesn't shut up about The Ozarks. Dude, not, oh, I'm from Missouri, so I know about The Ozarks. Oh, here we go. Nah, dude. It, not even the show. <laughs> he just He's from Missouri, and that's the only thing that they have, so he does not <laughs> shut the the Ozarks, up man. about The Ozarks. <laughs> So he knows all about that shit. Trust me. <laughs> he does. Could you imagine me. what character people mistake me for? What'd you say? What Could character? You, do you know which character people might mistake me for? I, God, I've. I... He hasn't watched the Ozarks. <laughs> he just knows it because it's in Missouri. No, I've seen the first. I've seen the first season. Uh... The first season. <laughs> yeah. No, you look but like I one of the Targaryens. You look like a Targaryen in Game of Thrones, bro. I don't know if you've ever seen the Game of Thrones. I haven't seen like, that, but I've seen like you play a dragon, bro. <laughs> That's right. And this isn't even because I like long hair. Like it's cool. I just don't know what to do with my hair. So like I just this is me procrastinating. This is just procrastination. That's fair. This is just and, indecision. And and it throws people off, you know. You're like, oh, look at this dude. Like, fuck, he's got long hair. And little do they know, you're just fucking. You could probably murder people down the street. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. That shit's I love it's being so unassuming. Yeah. I love being unassuming. I'll wear baggy clothes, hair down. Just like, don't don't think I'm an athlete. Like, please try and start a fight with me. Oh, like, <laughs> just fuck with me, please. Give me a reason. That's all I need. <laughs> Six Hell five. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you get mistaken for like they're like, oh, this guy's like a European uh, soccer player or something. You know, like, yeah, we're <laughs> basketball. People they probably like think you're in the basketball. NBA. Yeah, they probably think you're in the NBA. They probably but think I you play for the fucking Mavs. Man. That's like the the sport I'm the worst at. Is that dude? I feel, basketball. I feel like you. Icelandic basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Did you uh, grow up playing any other sports besides? I mean, I mean, did you grow up playing in sports or, or? I grew up playing sports, but I'd always get kicked off and banned from playing and shit. Because like when I would play soccer, I would stomp on people with my cleats. When I played baseball, <laughs> I'd hit them with the bat and the ball. And when I played oh, football, shit. I never listened to the to the to the coaches' drills. I grew. I I stopped playing sports in like fifth grade. But I ended up just hating team sports. I hated the fact that, like, someone else is responsible for my failure. I That's kind fair. of really appreciate the fact that ultimately the responsibility falls on me and me alone to win. And so, yeah. And once I stopped playing sports, I just played video games all day. I, ha I, I 
played an absurd amount of video games. One of us. One of us. One of us. Before I started playing. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll share this. I'll share this. Have you ever heard of a game called Ark Survival Evolved? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so wow. I want you to guess how many hours I may have in this game. Oh, grand, wild number. 150. 200. Really? Really? Uh, and that's a lot. That's a lot to you. Damn. <laughs> damn. Well, no, no, way higher. Go way higher. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Five hundred thousand. Thirteen hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna go with fifteen hundred. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go seven with and a half thousand hours. No yeah. way. <laughs> that's just one game. That's just one. When I tell you, I did nothing but play video games in my free time before fighting. That's all I did with my life. Dude, that thing better have naked. Games. That thing better have naked chicks in it. Let me see. Shoot no, me that game. It's got dinosaurs, bro. Even better. <laughs> Even better. It's got dinosaurs. They're talking about. Okay, so the question has to be asked: Is that your favorite video game of all time? It was certainly my most addicting video game. <laughs> so what? I've so been, what would you I've say is playing, your favorite one? My favorite game, I think, is of all time would be the first destiny just because of like the moments that I was able to kind of capture in that video game. Okay. Um, just going on raids and shit and making friends and stuff like that. I think destiny is probably my all time favorite and then arc and then for honor. I've been playing oh, for, for honor for was all seven dude, years. For honor is dope. Yeah. That's a good game. Yeah. I love that game. Yeah. I've been Do playing you, it for so the last you still play years. or yes. Yes. I was playing. What are you playing right now? Just for honor. Only Just I've only honor. been playing for honor for like the Damn. last two years. Damn. Yeah, that's a good game though. It's a good game. Have I've you, been looking so at Hell Divers you... though. I, 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 dude, let me, bro. If you get on Hell Divers, bro, I'll fucking play. I, dude, I'm literally. I have PC. I have PC. Yeah. Is it cross compatible? Okay, I got cross. Yeah, I got cross play on. When we, if, oh yeah. I'm telling you, like literally, as soon as we get off of this interview and we finish up our episode, I'm hopping on Hell Divers. I'm not fucking kidding you. The game is like crazy. And this interview is going bad for me. It's like fuck. I can't stop hearing about this Hell Divers. He's just like fuck, dude. You're literally just making Knuckles his fucking year, bro. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, we can't. We can't all be. I am in the Earth, Earth, Earth. We can't all be 50 years old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, no. I'm the third at heart. I play. I play video games. You know, Spain. I would say like, that's the thing. Play? Like you talked about. <laughs> no, you Bailey kidding. talked about uh, Dude, his hours in the game. Bailey talked about his hours in the game. The game's been out for like a week, and I've already got twenty-one hours, and I'm probably gonna like get even. <laughs> like, I, it's, that's it's, valid. Yeah, it's that's valid. Uh, I think the, but uh, the, the, the most disgusting amount of time I put into a game would probably be like almost sixty hours in one week. And that's just that's just wake up, play, go to bed. Yeah, that was so when when Red uh, when Red Dead Redemption Two came out, uh, it was it's a sixty hour campaign. I called into work for three days straight to beat that game, like three or four days straight to beat that to play that game and beat it. I, <laughs> I didn't care. Wow, I don't. I didn't do. I didn't care. I didn't fucking care. Like that. That was my game. So I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I, I, I feel it but uh basically before i forget a question i always ask almost every fighter that we have on here uh after you weigh in 
um, obviously like you don't want to hurt, like hurt your body, but what is your favorite post weigh in meal? Everybody generally kind of has something that they like to snack on at least. What is yours? Pineapple. Pineapple. That's like, there's, there's nothing better than pineapple after weighing in. It's like valid, super, like you feel them, like your body wants the moisture. So like just biting and like you get to like drink the juice. It's like almost a sexual experience eating pineapple. After <laughs> you know, babe, like... get, some, get some pineapples, babe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've ever been to Hawaii before, but they 1000% have the best pineapples that I've ever tasted. Uh, that is now on my bucket list. One hundred percent. This is the official bourbon and bud recommendation. Hawaiian, Hawaiian <laughs> pineapple. That is now on my bucket list. Hell yeah! The little uh, sweet potato concoction you posted on your story. Oh that day. my god, sweet Dude, potato! That had me fired up. It it is sweet potato completely underutilized. I can't remember. Well, the last time I ate rice is probably the last time I went to a Mexican restaurant. But I don't. The only carbohydrate I consume is is sweet potato and normal potato and kind of various vegetables but yeah sweet potato is is it's versatile i put it in my proteins i make it sweet in the morning when i need to work out it's my favorite it's my favorite to cook with power food for sure honestly like yeah and the military i mean the military right they their potatoes are always like number one bro so like obviously the military is fucking using that shit yeah, yeah. Well, how I discovered sweet potato is I looked up what marathon runners eat before they run, and it's and it's sweet potato. And so I was like, these guys are like world class athletes. I'm gonna copy what they do. And so it's good sugar to give you a boost. It's good carbs to last you through a whole workout. So I was gonna say my a- my favorite. Honestly, everybody sleeps on sweet potato fries. When I go to like a restaurant and they got sweet potato fries. I'm getting. That's what I'm getting yeah. because that little yeah. sweet sauce that they, that little sweet sauce they serve with it. Sweet, give, give all it's of it. It's perfect. It is all perfect. It. <laughs> yeah. It's really good, yeah. and it's it's really good for you too. Like it has a lot of uh, potassium. That yeah, yeah. It's got, it's got a good amount of potassium in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. I agree, man. I'm on. I mean, obviously, like I'm trying to like I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, but it's bad because I'm drinking beer. But you gotta, uh, you gotta. You sorry, you gotta eat the starch so you can start these foods. Yes, yeah. eat the starch so you can start these foods. That's right, like you were saying. Yeah, no, you're all good. I was gonna say, hey, I, how tall dude, are you, Knuckles? How tall are you? Uh, I'm six three, and I was telling him, yeah. "Fool, you weren't, fool, you weren't here yet." But I was telling Bailey earlier. I said, "I'm six three, and I, I could, if I was fit, I could, I could be two hundred pounds, but I couldn't cut. Like I could maybe to cut to to one eighty five if I was fit." Like I'm two forty right now, and that's with a beer. That's with a beer gut, so I could cut down to two hundred, two hundred five. But it's yeah, it's but the right diet about, will will make you shredded though. So like if yeah, you picked up you the right, right? diet, and, it, and it's phases and, oh, right. and it's steps. Yes. But yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is like the alcohol, could, you could be mega shredded. I, and that's thing, I could, hard, yeah. As I said, I I could. I could definitely be. I mean, I work for FedEx, so like, if I just cut out the alcohol, I I would probably be pretty shredded because I work, I work out. So you know, I work out literally every day for my job. So, but uh, he's just he's just trying yeah. to take his shirt off, bro. He's just, come on, man. don't give <laughs> knuckles a reason That's to take good. his shirt off. Bro. 
<laughs> that's my thing. That's my thing, but I ain't going to do it. We got to fight her on. I was about to say, if you've watched any of our episodes in the past, that's a signature Knuckles move right there. Yeah, the, the third off is a signature. We have some questionable live ones out there on YouTube somewhere. But shit, I mean, uh, hell, man, we appreciate you hopping on with us, brother. Yeah. We won't take up too much more of your time here. I mean, we appreciate you hopping on. Unless you, you want to hang out. Unless you want to hang out. <laughs> oh, I'm, bro, I've got nothing going on. All right. I mean, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it sounds like the boys are uh don't hey, have I wasn't trying to hey, I wasn't trying to kick him off, man. I'm just trying to come out with the craziest nickname, bro. I'm like thinking like Thor, like some like oh okay. Uh, like, I'm some like some like I'm like no, I got one like fucking I got one. I don't have a nickname. Hold on, Knuckles. Hold on, bro. Hold on, dude. Not playing. Go ahead. No, like honestly, because so so like everybody mistakes him for Ragnar. And he's yeah. got the Viking haircut, and he's all about the violence and spirituality and stuff like that. Ragnarok, bro. Ragnarok. He's the end of times, bro. When people fight him, he's oh, the I'll, fucking I'll end of that. times, bro. He's fucking Ragnarok, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like I've been thinking that since, like, in like, vi- like in Ragnarok's supposed to be violent as fuck, right? That's what I've been thinking. I understand, but oh, okay. my only issue is like. I'm I'm more Mexican than I am Viking, <laughs> you know, so I don't want to I don't want to rip off that's fair bro. anybody, and that's that's someone else's entirely entire identity. But I think you'd like this. I've come up with this on my own, but I haven't forced it upon anybody to call me that. I think that'd be weird. But um, Blood Eagle is one. Oh, I'm sold. Blood Eagle I'm is sold one. On that. Okay. Bad Company. I was I was bad company for a fight uh, oh, as an okay. amateur, and 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 my first fight I was the behemoth, but then <laughs> that I makes sense. Then I stopped. Yeah, I like I like okay, so I like Blood Eagle. That's my that like that's my personal favorite there because the fucking mm. if these guys don't brutal. Like, I don't know man it's brutal. Like, like, do you guys know what a blood eagle is? Maybe the one and only king or something. Shit, I don't know. What about right uh, now? Right now, the company calls me pay per view king, but I don't oh, know shit. if that would stick. I don't know if that's gonna stick. I also, we'll but see. I also fucking like, uh, mother uh, the the fucking call you Loki. I'll play. <laughs> uh, or Atreus. You know that Atreus and Loki were like they're the same person. Like you yeah. go back in mythology, Atreus, a uh, God of War's kid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the God well, of War? Atreus. It's... But his kid. Oh, the, what's uh... the, the guy with the scar in his? I meant the, the red on his face, the red paint. Come uh, on, God of War. Fuck. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not. Kratos. Kratos. Yeah. Kratos. Yeah. So yeah, his, yeah. Son, his son. He has a kid. His name is Atreus. But like, if you go look into it, it's like he's Loki at the same time. It's crazy, and he's like the God of War too. Yeah. Like it's weird, bro. Anyways, no, never mind. I there you go. Shut up, Shut up fool. No, you're all good, dude. I, I like. I'm telling you, dude. Though, if bro, if these guys looked up what a blood eagle is, if you guys look up blood eagle, I know um, what a blood eagle is. Brutal. I know what a blood. Eagle is. I like that. Watch fucking that's watch hard. Midsummer. If you haven't seen the movie Midsummer, that's what a blood eagle. Is. I have not either. Play, play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and you'll know what a yeah, or Assassin's that's Creed true. Valhalla. Wait, there you go. I watched uh, I watched Midsummer like last week. Remind me oh, what the fucking, blood eagle. Though the dude so, so disgusting. Square, square, the dude in Midsummer that has the sunflowers in his eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his yeah, lungs yeah. are out. 
That's a blood. What yeah. about the gulag? What about oh, the gulag? Dude. That's a sick ass name. The middle name, the gulag. I'm gonna take you to the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us is getting out of here, <laughs> dude. That would be uh, sick. Uh, dude, you have so many like, dude. They're the, the fucking with the last name King. There's just like a world of opportunities there. Hey, bro, hey but honestly, bro, like bullshit aside, I'm excited. Hey, dude, I'm Absolutely. glad uh, Squared, uh, my boy Squared, put us onto you, bro. Like, shit, no, dude. No. Dude, I'll just, I I'm, I'm up and coming, bro. I will tell you that. I'm not. Do you? I, I, go ahead. Do, sorry, do you have a Twitter? No, I only have no. Instagram. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I want to be, I don't, I am only on Instagram because I need to maintain an image. I'm mm, not going to opt in for any other social media bullshit. It's toxic, bro, because a lot fair. of time you're like, you, you get, you, you, you type shit that you don't want to type, bro. Like, dude, don't, don't, don't. We're trying to don't build an image Twitter. too, bro. Yeah. Like, we're trying Demo to get, like, <laughs> you want to get political, you want to get, like, just everything, you know, bro? But you, yeah, you no, nah, shit's a shit show. Don't get on I Twitter, bro. Out. I don't need to be. Yeah, and you, you shouldn't, bro. You shouldn't because it's extra weight on you, like, that you don't need, especially if you're fighting, bro, you know? Yeah. Your fans and your haters, they're going to be there no matter what, bro. Like, you're going to have fans and haters, bro. That's not going to stop. But you're just going to increase it, obviously. But whatever works yeah. for people, you know, like, fuck that shit. But there's a lot of haters out there, so it is what it is. I've thought about my shtick being, like, the the first UFC fighter to not even have social media. But I don't know if I'd get picked up. I don't know if that would stick. I don't know how the public would react. I mean, dude, there's, hey, there's some think UFC it, fighters with like six, seven hundred followers. On bro, Twitter, I, I think, think it could. Yeah. You're fighting. I think it hey, could. honestly, fighting speaks for itself. Like you don't. Hell, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Danny Barlow, he's from Tennessee. He just fought. He has like seven hundred followers on Twitter, and he just won on a pay per view card. So that's I mean, tragic. What? There you go. They're doing that boy dirty. Oh, I'm we're about to be Barlow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my next move. I love Danny Barlow. But, uh, yeah, yeah he, yeah. he just won on a pay-per-view prelim, and he has 700 followers on Twitter. So, um, yeah. I mean, hell, you've, you've, there's no – there's no the sky's the fucking limit, dude. I mean, just keep doing what you're doing, and you're that's, fucking yeah. – the, the action will speak for itself. I don't have a doubt in my mind. Especially mm. the way you're going viral with some of these KOs, like the fucking knee. I mean, there's no, yeah. like they're just, yeah. they go off of that. They don't care about followers on social media. It's not WWE. It's fucking UFC. And that's the thing too, man. Like I, I want to say too, like we will support you 100% of the way. When Absolutely. you, once you come on the show, dude, we, we have this thing that we call the bourbon buds and family. You're part of the family now. I'm just going to let you know. Oh, okay, you're, you're, that's, that's what we, that's what we oh, do. We support everybody. Yeah. And we, then we it's crazy everybody. that Squirt said you're a big tool fan. How do you feel about the Allen wrench? Ah, shut up, fool. That was such a bad <laughs> joke. That was the, such a bad joke. The joke. image of the tool being a penis. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, wait, my camera's not on. Fuck. My, <laughs> my, buddy, my buddy has a shirt with that on the back. Oh mm-hmm. really? It's like, yeah, it's gotta, I love it. I love it. Penis. I do, oh, yeah. I do uh, <laughs> dude, I Sorry, I had to do the dad joke. The forty-year-old dude got to do the dad joke. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. <laughs> that was so bad. I liked it. That I was funny, you. bro. Come on, come on. Yeah. That was like it was funny. Like, it was funny. It was funny. I'm embarrassed to admit it took me a second to get what he was saying. And I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I got it. I got. I was like, fuck this fucking guy. <laughs> I'm not dad enough, I guess. Dude, I can't remember if we I asked. Am a dad. I'm sorry if we asked you already. I'm sorry, but do you have a fight already in the plans or? 
Uh, April twentieth. April twentieth. That's 20th. right. That's what. Okay, that's right. Okay. That was the first question Wait, I asked. I know. I know, dude. Sorry, I thought we did, but where can can we watch that? Uh, where can we watch that? Like, is that a the the Peak Fighting app? So Peak Fighting has a website and an app. So, okay. um, the company you constantly see me associated with, you just look that up on the App Store, and um, right. my fights are on there, and uh, pay per views for the future are also on there. Awesome. Y'all keep that in mind. Yeah, April it's 20th, up. I just, right? April I just 20th. Found it. 420. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. found it. Super easy, <laughs> super easy to find, guys. Super Fuck easy yeah, dude. Find. 420? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd, the crowd's there. probably going to get me right. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right, bro. Dude, Max, I'm coming over you. for that one. Oh, got to. Appreciate you <laughs> hopping on, man. I mean, we're going to have you on. Uh, I hope again right. before the fight. I mean, hell, it's in April. We should Absolutely, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Have you on before the fight? Talk about your opponent a little bit more. Um, shoot the shit once everything's uh, set in stone. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot fucking wait, man. I am going to go smoke some weed and play some guitar. Um, <laughs> Hell divers for me. I'm bro, gonna- it's crazy, oh, yeah. bro. It's crazy. He doesn't look violent. Like right now, you don't look violent, bro. But you're a violent ass motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I, I like to be unassuming, but I don't. I, love that. I don't yeah, consciously cool. need to look violent. You yeah, who missed it? Yeah. Missed that. Yeah, so, yeah. I had this story. I mean, I don't really t- like to talk about it. I was at the soccer bar watching a, a, a this like uh this game, you know, and then uh these guys try to get crazy, bro. Like this whole bar tried to jump me, but you know, fucking the fighter instant kicked in. It was like a whole crazy thing. But like you know, you don't look like it. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And I'm and not even as good as you, bro. Good. So that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is a fighter. We got it exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think you would be surprised just by owning that violent energy, how much that would kind of like thwart people away from messing with you. Yeah. People are a lot more like people want to take advantage naturally versus contest. And I think yeah. when people assume they can take advantage of you, that's when they behave that way. But if you just kind of own that violent energy, it really prevents 99.999% of altercations. Do you right. have cauliflower ear? Yeah. No. I actually just on this ear a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's a. You still hide Dude. it too, but yeah. All right. I, mean, I wear beanies a lot. I'm a beanie guy. We gotta get you get back on here. You're like. <laughs> yeah. For shit, sure, bro. Like ASAP, dude. Mm. It's been a yeah. fucking no. Pleasure. I'm down. Yeah. 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 You guys are great. Uh, I followed you on uh, Instagram earlier. Matt's got you on Instagram. Um, I've got you oh, too. Yeah. yeah. We'll Hell yeah! Fucking keep in touch, man. We appreciate you hopping on. We always love fucking just shooting the shit like this with fighters, man. Hell yeah! Um, yeah. Excited no, to see where you go bro. from here. You best believe from this moment on, we'll be uh, keyed into uh, whatever your career entails. So uh, we can't wait to see what the future holds for you, man. And can't wait to have you back on the show. Hell yeah, bro! Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thank you, Bailey. We appreciate, appreciate you, Bailey. Cabra! <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Yeah. See you, buddy. Peace out, man. See you. Every day.